what if you could tell a property was going to be for sale even before the owner knew? Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexhammer. With me, excited to have Stash Galisensky back on. Stash, dude, it's been a long time. You were on the show. I should have looked up the episode, but oh boy, it's been probably like three years, maybe, maybe, maybe longer. Yeah, that's so, right. We were in a different office then. So yeah, yeah. It, was, it was quite a while ago. <laughs> it's been a while. So welcome back to the show. And we're actually going to be really talking about something different. So Stash, for those of you who, uh, and we'll put in the show notes as previous episodes. So you kind of hear uh, a lot more about, uh, you know, his background and what he does in the brokerage world. So Stash is a broker with, with Capstone, been a broker for a long time, yeah. uh, based in um, Cincinnati, Ohio. You guys do a lot of work in, in Ohio and um, some I know in Kentucky and uh, maybe Indiana and, and other states as well. And, you, yeah. and, and, and your group is kind of actually spreading all all around. I, I I go to your website and I see you guys are starting to cover a lot of different areas too. So so growing brokerage, yeah. which, which is exciting, obviously, to be a part of. Uh, but he's also, and we're going to be talking mostly about this, is he's also the founder and partner of Needle. And what that is, is an AI machine-based uh, machine learning platform that is for commercial real estate. So very, uh, you know, I mean, just a perfect topic for our audience to see kind of what's coming. And it, I wanted you on, you reached out to say, hey, what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, this is super cool because, you know, if this works, it's awesome. Like it's super yeah. awesome what you guys can do. And it's a really exciting what I think buyers can do, what brokers can do, like how it can all collaborate together and, and really streamline this kind of buying process that I would say is very unstreamlined in uh commercial real estate. If that's, yeah. if that's uh, the right way to say it, but yeah, man. So with that said, uh, give our listeners just a just a bit. Uh, a lot of people probably didn't hear that episode. So just give a bit about your background, then we'll kind of dive into to, uh, Needle and what you guys are doing. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, thank you so much for having me again and back. It's good to see you. It's been uh, too long. Yeah. Um, but I'm a broker. I'm the managing director of Capstone uh, Cincinnati office. Um, started my career in 2008 and um, moved here to Cincinnati in 2011. Took me a couple of years to get traction, and um, then I built the team. And um, you know, we've been exclusively focused on multifamily investment properties, uh, and then have branched out a little bit into development sites as well. Um, but so that's kind of my background. I want to stop here there because you said something and I just want to kind of find, figure out what you did. You said it took you a couple of years to gain traction. What do you feel yeah. like was either the hurdle that allowed you or that, that stopped you from gaining traction quicker and what did it take? What, like, what's the key ingredient or ingredients that it took to actually gain that traction? 
Well, so I, I got here to Cincinnati in 2011 and I didn't start hitting off. I didn't start popping transactions until 2013. Um, like my first year, I think I grossed, you know, gross commission income of like 10,000. My second year, I think I did 40. And then my third, I think I did like two three. So it was oh, like, yeah, big difference. Um, yeah. But you know, it, it takes for any new to business and this is actually a great time for me as well. For any new to business broker, um, it takes a while to like just figure it out. Like just figure out what's going on. Unless you were born in it or raised in it or had some other exposure to the industry yeah. uh prior to you know putting on your brokerage hat. Um it just takes a while to figure out, you know, because things are moving so fast and it's like where do I focus? What do I do? Um, and so, you know, it's just, and those were also down years too. It's not like that was like the last, the the run up of the last, you know, seven, eight years. That was, those were some down years in, in yeah, the the market was still recovering. I mean, I remember we could, I couldn't sell deals at 2000 unit. It was like, in retrospect, I wish I would have bought it. Yeah. But hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah, as as we all do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it took. And then the other thing that helped me is uh, I subscribed to a coaching program because the firm I was at didn't have really any structured leadership around sales and brokerage development, and um, they helped me get some just things into place around presence and then, you know, basic activity metrics that I still try and adhere to today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the biggest one is shoot to have 10 conversations a day. Like if you can have 10 conversations, all the conversations, unique conversations, you're making them prospecting, you're going to be all right. Uh, it's when you get away from that and you get buried in spreadsheets or whatever, you know, whatever you or LinkedIn or, I don't know. When you're not out there, brokerage is a contact. So STP, see the property, see the people. If you're doing that, you're going to be all right. So that's, it, it took, you know, two years for me to figure it out, for the market to figure out who I was and what I was doing, uh, and then to gain trust and, and traction. So. Yeah. It's just, I mean, a fairly simple thing is just patience and consistency. Yeah. So Sash, tell me, uh, let's get get a little more into the into the meat of Needle and what the company does and and really what it's really why like why do you feel like this was something necessary? Yeah, so you know, in building my brokerage practice, um, I found on a number of occasions that it was a huge frustration of mine that you know I'd be doing my calls, my prospecting, and I would um, have a conversation with somebody, and they'll be at, no, we're not doing anything right now. And then all of a sudden I see a transaction pop off, you know, either a closing come through as a comp or a listing pop up with a competitor. And it's like, son of a gun, I just talked to that guy. Like, what what am I missing, basically? And so, you know, seeing that there's a lot of data out there and, you know, the CRM I was using previously, you could look backwards um, and you can maybe create a, a hot list of, of buyers based on manually entered criteria, but there wasn't any way to really figure out, um, aside from just making, you know, 150 calls a day and talking to everybody that you can, um, there wasn't really a way to figure out what was going to be 
coming available for sale. So, you know, really what we're trying to do is identify the hypothesis or my, my initial goal was what if you could tell a property was going to be for sale even before the owner knew, like that was, (laughs) that was, um, yeah. Initial thought. Um, so, you know, that's what we're trying to do. So what, like, what, what do you, like, how, like, how, how do you, how do you predict what the owner, right? Is wanting to do yeah. so. I, cause I, what I actually, I'm on your website and I go to, and it was exactly, it says, what if, what if you could use data analytics, AI to predict which properties are going to transact before the transaction occurs. And it's like, heck yeah, right. <laughs> of course I want to do that, man. Exactly. Um, so, you know, as a broker and out of my office, we probably underwrite um, a couple hundred deals a year, maybe a thousand. And time and again, there are, are patterns in the data. And so, you know, I took some time and educated my team of, of data scientists and um, said, you know, here's what we're seeing. You know, usually a property owner will, you know, assuming it's an existing asset, property owner will buy a deal, probably drop occupancy a little bit, start to raise rents, and then occupancy will come back up again. And then, you know, they'll have put some capital into it, uh, curing deferred maintenance, upgrading the units, and then they'll want to go and harvest some, harvest the profit by marketing it for sale. Yep. Um, so it was things like that that we're keying on. So rental rates, occupancies, um, how the how a property is doing uh, versus its competitors, its competitor set. Um, loan maturities are you know certainly a driving factor of of transactions, either refis or sales. Um, and then ownership behavior patterns, like you know if you're a group that just buys and holds for ten years or the life of the life of the loan, well, then you're going to be probably a lower transactor unless you're doing lots of deals. Um, Whereas if you're somebody who, you know, comes in, uses a bridge loan, holds it for two to three years and then flips it out, you're probably going to be what we would think of as a higher transactor. Um, And so we're using these and other um, benchmarks to score properties and so we've got every single multifamily property in the country, <clears throat> 50 units and greater within the platform. Um, and we've scored all of them. Not all of them will show up as um, a hot, warm, or cold lead. But, um, you know, I've had the occasion where a property that we're working on didn't get flagged by the system, but we can then add it into the, the pipeline. So. And the goal is to make, you know, the transaction experience that much more efficient for buyer, seller, and intermediaries. How, how are you doing that? How are you making it more efficient? So, you know, from the brokerage side, um, it's where, where do you best spend your time? Because you can pull a list out of, you know, any of the competitor data providers. Um, but where do you start, you know, and let, especially if you're brand new and you don't have any guidance, like, where do you start? How do you figure it out? And we've created a solution that 
shows you, hey, here are properties that we think are going to transact. And what we've done actually is we back tested the the formulas, the algorithms. And so, you know, we're showing uh, in 2021, I think our accuracy was 41%. Um, so we are identifying about 40, 41% of the transactions of, or 44, excuse me, I think. Um, and then in 22, we were about 47% accurate. So it's like, there's going to be some transactions and we've, we've, it's better than just pulling the whole market and blindly cold calling through it. Yeah. Start with these and then see where that takes you. Yeah. Um, and then secondarily, like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Will it get smarter and more accurate? Is that something that it's capable of yeah. doing? It's true machine learning uh, within it. So, you know, it's like a garden. Um, the more you work inside of it, the better it gets. Yeah. Um, because it will pick up on, okay, like maybe I didn't see this coming. I'm, I'm putting words to an algorithm, but right. we didn't see this coming, but okay, I see that that, so let's figure out what was, what were the deciding factors in this? And then how can we compensate for that? Um, yeah. So it's going to start to pick up different tendencies and maybe markets. Could, could it even uh, differentiate from different markets, for instance, like Cincinnati versus Dallas, Texas, like is yeah. it capable of doing that? Yeah. I mean, Cincinnati is kind of a sleepy market from a, right. a transaction standpoint. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the, the basics of it uh, ring true. Um, and, you know, I, I think that if we're able to identify the patterns in, in one market, we can pick them up in, in others and then apply yep. learning. Yep. That's cool. Um, can you, so that's the seller side. Does it, are you able to identify potential buyers then? Absolutely. Yeah. So that was um, one of the things that uh, my partner Maher insisted on having was, um, you know, let's make this, uh, as efficient as we can. Now, this is not to say that we're going to capture every single potential buyer out there because some buyers aren't looking at, like, you know, a REIT, for instance, is going to be looking at, you know, cash flowing, probably newer uh, stabilized assets, core assets. Whereas somebody who's in the value add space is going to want something that's maybe a little older that they can push the value on. Yeah. So we're not going to put a core buyer necessarily in on a value add recommended buyer list, but we do have the ability to pull uh, a buyer list based on uh, uh, their existing portfolio attributes, uh, location, age, um, size, you know, things like that. We're, again, we're looking for patterns. Um, and okay, is this something that you might be interested in? Um, you know, we're in the beta testing phase right now or, or pilot program. Uh, and I've seen a couple of times it's identified the current owner as a prospective buyer. And it's like, you're close, close. Uh, but <laughs> not quite. No. They they are the, the perfect buyer, right? But just right. not on this one. Just <laughs> they were <laughs> they uh, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's really cool because, you know, I mean, it's, it's our, we always say, Hey, it's our fault. We didn't do a good enough job with talking with the broker when a property does go to market and we don't, you know, I shouldn't say even go to market when the property is uh, um, presented, 
presented to prospective buyers and it's got this off-market deal and we don't get a sniff at it or it's maybe it's already kind of too late when we get a sniff we're like oh, God, I, we i wish they would have shown this to us but it's at the same time we go well that's really our fault right we didn't we didn't get in front of them enough but if you've got this tool already as a broker i think part of it is okay maybe it's on us but it's also sometimes on the broker because you guys talk with a ton of people and it's sometimes it's just the person that's top of mind right that the person yeah. that you talked to mm -hmm. last week and they're like hey stash this is we really want something bad this is what we're looking for and then you go and look at this property you're like oh that's exactly what this guy was looking for two weeks ago when i talked yeah. to him and that's who you talk to but you would have potentially actually even talked to me had this AI system been available and you would have had you had a better tool at your disposal that says, Hey, don't forget about this. Cause yeah. I mean, humans are human. right. What, what all, all it's trying to do in that case is just take away some of the human error element. Right. And it's just what it is. Right. You, you yeah. Know, you can't keep yeah, for sure. the person's buy box in mind at all times. Like you just don't have that capability. I, at least I don't like it. There's no way <laughs> I can't yeah. even remember what I ate for lunch yesterday. So. Well, and even a lot of the existing CRM systems out there are flawed, you know, yeah. like, and buyer criteria change yeah, too. True. So, you know, the, um, we're trying to, <clears throat> trying to solve for that. Yeah. It, and I think it's, it's cool. So that's, that's really neat. I mean, you look, I'm, you know, if I buy a property in 2018 yeah. and I'm a value add person, right? And I've raised rents on 90% of the, the units um, and I've got maybe floating rate debt that's going to be coming due. I mean, there's so many different things that it can pull, but you know, I'm ready to sell, right? At a certain point in time. That would be so, a hot lead. Yeah. That'd be obviously a very hot lead. Uh, you know exactly what I'm looking to do, and you're going, "Hey, the, these guys are going to sell," and so they, I, the the tool could say, "Boom." Well, okay. and and even more so, like you know, it, the classic broker trick you might say is, "Oh, hey, I have a buyer for your property." Mm. Um, but what this does is it says, "No, I legit have a list of like ten buyers, ten, twenty, however many, depending yeah. on how deep the market is." That I think that this would be a great fit for. Um, let's talk essentially. So that's, that's what we're trying to do. That's cool. What, what, what else, any other capabilities or things that, that you're excited about, like about needle and, and what it can do that we haven't yeah. hit on? Um, you know, at the moment we're in the pilot and we've got, you know, it's called an MVP, um, uh, so we've got the basic functionality of it. We have a nice platform up and running. You can see, um, I'll give you a tour of it later if you like, um, but you can see usage, you can see all the properties, you can see recommended buyers, you can see any property that we have in the system um, and then who within the your firm is using it. So like at Capstone, we've got, I wanna say we've got 20 or 25 brokers within it, or at least at least who have usernames um, and they're actively kind of plowing through it. So, um, but a few capabilities are, you know, we'd like to be able to uh, tailor more towards the ownership side 
And so, Todd, if you've got a portfolio, we'd like to be able to have you have a dashboard where you log in, you see your assets and where we're ranking them and probably a price range on that. It's probably going to be a wide one. But then, you know, you could click a button and say, yeah, I'm either interested in a sale or a refi at these values. And that ideally is going to trigger um, a notification to the users within the platform who facilitate those services, either sales or or refinances or insurance, for instance. Uh, hmm. We have an insurance broker inside the platform. So I was going to ask you, so it sounds like the answer, you already answered my questions because I was like, this sounds like it would be really good for mortgage brokers as well, because you've got people that want to sell every three to five years, but you also got people that do the value add. They just want to refi and potentially cash out and hold that property too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and so, yes. And there are different levels where the lead so to speak, is more valuable to different parties. Like for the mortgage or for the insurance brokers, they don't really care until it's under agreement. And then they want to talk to that buyer that has it under agreement, Yeah. right? Uh, but the mortgage brokers are going to want to know that it's available when it like is available off market or available on market so that they can then get in line and say, hey, here's our debt quote. Um, and they want, to, they want to see the prospective buyers. Um, you know, ideally it's going to allow owners to call up services at, you know, a couple of clicks. And then on the other side of it, you know, we've got your portfolio, how it ranks, and then maybe some suggestions on what you could do to help improve the value of the assets. Uh, but then on the other side, it's like, well, here's a hot list, um, that we think might be good acquisition targets for you in this range. And you can toggle whether or not you're interested or not, um, in that property at that range. And again, that's going to, that's going to create a a flag and alert so that, you know, somebody working that given market is going to have, it's going to show you kind of like Facebook or um, or Instagram or X or Twitter verified. Like this is a verified lead. Like they've actually said they want to buy this property in this range. So, and then the owner will get that. And then it's like, okay, well, you know, all, all parties are talking at this point. Yeah. Let's go and make some deals happen. Yep. Yep. No, I love that. As a buyer, there are some buyers and there are some sellers that don't want to work with real estate brokers. Is this a tool that they could use if they say, Hey, we just don't want to work with real estate brokers or is that, is that what it's for? Yeah. So when we were doing our initial, I mean, I know that makes you sad, but you know, as well, it, does, it doesn't really <laughs> it hurts your heart. Yeah. <laughs> but, as a yeah, it does. But um, yeah, and those people annoy me. But it is what it is. I get it. Right. Um, but yeah, when we were putting it together, our target audiences were invest were brokers, acquisition people, asset managers, because they're gonna want to know why am I getting blown up about this particular deal? Mm-hmm. And then loan brokers. Um, so and then asset managers, I would put them in that ownership group. So you really have four or five uh, use cases. And then all the other service providers. um, I was doing some brainstorming on that yesterday, like who else could potentially use this? So uh, we're in, we're in our, uh, like I said, our pilot program phase right now, we'll be raising capital. um, Q1, we want to have that wrapped up by the end of Q1. 
What are, when you say you're raising capital, what are you raising capital for? Like what's that capital um, use uh, sources and uses? Yeah. So we want to continue to build out these capabilities that I've just talked about here and further improve the platform. Um, you know, hire some more people, um, uh, build some marketing efforts around it um, and really get this thing moving forward. I mean, where do you yes. envision Needle being in, you know, a couple of years, five years, wh wh wherever it is? What do you envision it? Um, you know, I'd like it to be a, to become a tool that if you're going to be in investment sales or if you're going to be in the business of buying and selling commercial real estate of any type, you are going to have to have this. Because uh, if you don't, your competitors do. And unless that buyer sellers, your dad, you're going to be left out in the cold, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Um, so you, you envision this as potentially being, it's, it's like, Hey, this is the, this is the main tool that you're going to utilize. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'd like to enable some features that makes it really sticky so that once you log in and then you haven't been back in a week or a couple of days, even it's going to start emailing you like, Hey, you have all these things that you need to follow up on. Here's a new set of leads for you. Come, you know, come back and it keeps you engaged. I want it to be the first thing that, that you log into uh, in the morning. And then the last thing you close out of, like I'm using it um, on a daily basis to just track my own pipeline, like what I'm working on, um, what I have available, what I have available off market, what's under contract, what's under agreement, what's closed, things like that. So just evolving all of those things. Like there's there's so much runway here. And, you know, commercial real estate has been historically slow to adopt technology. Super slow. Yeah. And it's just, it's ripe for disruption. And I want to disrupt that market. Yeah. You look at the, uh, the investment sales and it's still kind of that old boys club type. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so disrupt, I think disrupting, it's definitely, like you said, it's ripe for disruption. It's, it's, it needs to be disrupted. So yeah. I think what you're doing is really cool. I'm excited to see kind of where this evolves and, and where it goes. And I think having a tool like this at your disposal as a sales broker, mortgage broker, like uh, this is an, it's also it seems to me like if you're utilizing it properly, it's an accountability feature too to say, look, you've got these leads. You need to call yeah. on them, especially if it's you yeah. you and saying, Hey, hey, dummy, like right. all these people. You don't have an excuse anymore. I don't know <laughs> what to do. No, we're telling you, go call these people. Go call these people. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um what um I always ask a couple of the same questions to all my listeners. I know I asked this to you in the past, but before I do that, I just want to just open it up for you to say any, any last like thoughts that you have on, on needle, anything that you want my audience to know. Um, and of course, how, how do you get there? Yeah. So the, our website is needl.us, needle.us. Um, think of it like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Uh, my email as it pertains to needle is stash s t a s h at needle dot us n e d l dot us. Um, we are not open for uh, 
selling licenses now, but we anticipate being able to offer those um, in January. Like yeah. turn of the year is, is when we're anticipating going live. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I like that because I see, I mean, I guess I'm not huge into the, the tech world, but I see things that are offered and it's like, this thing has so many bugs in it. Why are you sure? Yeah. Like, why did you offer it so early? Um, so it's good that you guys are taking your time. Um, okay. So last, I, I answered, I asked you this before, but I want to ask you again, cause things change. So, uh, Two questions. I always ask everybody, what's a favorite book that you can recommend to our listeners? Oh, I just read a great book about rent. I listened to it on Audible, but um, it was about Sam Bankman Free. It's called Going Infinite by Michael Lewis. Mm-hmm. I listened to it this past weekend. Like I downloaded it Friday and finished it Sunday. It was eight hours of listening. Um, Love it. It was awesome. It was just fascinating. Like, what? Are you kidding me? So that was good. I'm gonna have to add it to my list. I've not I have not read that or heard that one. So I appreciate that. Uh last question. What are your three pillars of wealth creation? Um, you know, focusing deciding what your mission is, focusing on it and and executing, I guess. I mean, if those are three. Yeah, that's those are powerful. Right. Just decide, focus and execute uh, for sure. Stash, look, man, really appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Excited to see where Needle goes and listeners check it out. Check out needle.us, N-E-D-L dot U-S. The website's uh, there. I've been on it. I've checked it out. It looks really uh, looks like this is a tool that I'm, I'm just super pumped to see how it evolves, right? How it, like, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to have, it's exciting to be there and just to watch it evolve and get better. That's going to be really neat to see how it really smooth, uh, smooths out that whole kind of transaction process and, and really just the unknowns of like, ah, who are the sellers? Who are the buyers? Like, I want to be able to go to a broker and say, this is what I'm looking for. And they go, I've got seven of those for you here. They are. Here's what I have. Yeah. Yeah. So love it, man. Really appreciate it. Um, And any, so you already gave how our listeners can get in touch with you, you on social, you guys are on social or anywhere else. I'm on on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on Instagram needles on LinkedIn, Instagram. I think it's on Facebook as well. I'm on Facebook as well. Stash Gelezinski, G E L E S Z I N S K I. Um, we'll, we'll throw that in the show notes because people don't have yeah. to write that down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, reach out. I'd love to have a conversation. Thank you so much for having me, Todd. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Take care. Have a good rest of the day. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. Your rating review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and and want this. So, uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So, go on to venture D 
VentureDeepProperties.com, VentureDeepProperties.com, and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also, look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.